I am in studio with uh, Tim Hogan, the executive director of our newsroom here for WCPT and Heartland Signal, always catching the stories that uh, (laughs) – here's the thing, Tim. You've been following these stories for a long time and and amplifying them here at WCPT for about two years, uh, right? Over a year at least? Yeah, about about two years. About two years. That's what I thought. And and, uh, so you guys – are probably not that surprised with what's happening at state houses around the country. When you see like Tennessee, you're like, yeah, that, finally, <laughs> this is insane. What was it's been you, happening? You get to learn people by name that you really don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like it's just it's absolutely it's Looney Tunes, and uh, and I and I from following you, I'm pretty sure that the uh, Twitter account for our next guest, Jess Piper, was uh, amplified, right? Because it gets like, if you like if you like Heartland Signal, you'll probably like Jess Piper. Yep. And I do! I fell in love with her. <laughs> uh, she is incredible. Uh, again, also catching a lot of stories that uh, we don't necessarily follow all the time. And uh, and letting us know about the, the disintegration of, really, democracy in the Heartland. Hey, Jess, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, Tim, uh, there's so many things I want to talk to you about because I think <laughs> that the defunding of the public libraries, we you mentioned it when we were on the air that they were talking about it, and then they voted for it. Is this right in Missouri? It's right. Uh, the Missouri House uh, voted to completely defund all of Missouri public uh, libraries. Awesome. That seems like a good idea. They've got LeVar Burton very mad. Yes. That's all. You know, you, cross yeah, it, you don't want to cross him. <laughs> Heck no. Yeah, it it is, uh, and again, it's something that you uh, sort of raised the, the you know the alarm bells about, and uh, and, and with the rest of the country went. Eh. So when you saw what was happening in Tennessee, were you kind of thinking we need that too in Missouri? Yeah, I was I was thinking that you know quite a bit. The same thing is happening in Missouri. You know, we have a GOP supermajority um, that kind of just rule over us with an iron fist, and uh, they don't have to talk to their constituents, and they don't have to listen to us, and um, they just do what they want. And in Tennessee, they got caught. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, you actually also shared a video today because these are the things that people don't realize, right? Like I'll watch ILGA.gov. I'm a dork. I'll watch the Blue Room and the Blue Stream and uh, the the proceedings of our General Assembly. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of familiar with the characters and who plays the bad guys and, and who's going to be the ones that try to get everybody in line. But there's a video that Tim just mentioned to me that I also saw earlier today that you shared with a legislator uh, defending his vote on letting 12-year-old girls be engaged in a marriage, essentially also then being raped by an adult, essentially. And he's like, mm-hmm. we, and I think the line that caught me off guard was like, do you know any 12-year-olds that got married? Because I do, I and they're still married, and they're happy. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> that part at the end, I thought I thought he's going to say, you know, there are none. I thought he was going to say, you know, <laughs> yes! pass this law and it doesn't matter because there's no 12-year-olds to get right? married. But he doubled down yes! and said that he does know these people. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen because I my question when people argue about trans uh, individuals who want to transition they're you know and they're all upset about it I'm like do you know what the number of trans people that, that you're actually like trying to control other people by and they're like I don't know I'm like one percent I thought he was going to go in, like you said it was going to be like a very yeah. small number or none but he was like no and they're very happy they love being married you're like okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's cool. Can I tell you a little bit more about yeah. Mike Moon? Um, he's a senator now, and by the way, he ran unopposed. So when people say, why do you guys vote against your self-interest? Well, there was absolutely nobody else to vote for. So that's a problem, right? Yeah. Um, is that we don't have Democratic candidates. But Mike Moon was really upset about, um, before they banned abortion in Missouri, he was very upset about it. And to um, emphasize this, he went on Facebook Live, and he beheaded a chicken. Um, in his rage. Come on. He Ozzy Osbourne no, his not. way through that campaign? What? Yeah. 2018. He did it. Facebook Live. That's like a even more aggressive Sarah Palin turkeys in the, you know, shredder thing. He's doing it himself. But I just, that is, that's incredible. But just like to, to uh, zero in on a, on a point that you just made, Jess, is the people running unopposed um, and how you can, you know, build power. It's not always about running and winning the race. It's about running and drawing attention and running and building a community and running and giving people a voice who do not want these people representing them. And you tweeted this earlier today that the representative who zeroed out the Missouri funding for libraries ran unopposed. The representative mm. who wants to put guns in churches ran unopposed. This guy, this guy, Senator Moon, ran unopposed. And that is, I think, you talk about the constellation of things in the democratic progressive infrastructure that are so important uh it's people like jess who are out there either reporting or running or organizing it's media organizations like the tennessee holler in tennessee that are elevating things like this for forcing people to pay attention and it's people and it's organizations like run for something and others who make sure that people have access to the resources to need to be able to be on the ballot it's all in the ecosystem it's one ecosystem and you got to put spotlight on people like this and if you don't they just get away with it that's right. I mean, 40% of our um, House seats went unopposed last year. That means 2.5 million Missourians did not have a choice. They didn't have a Democrat on their ballot. So I get frustrated when people say, well, this is what they vote for. It's absolutely not. The Democrats have put their hands up. You know, the national Democrats have said, you know, Missouri's too red. There's no point. And this is what happens. Missouri happens. Tennessee happens. Iowa, Nebraska, Texas. These are the things that happen when Democrats walk away from difficult things because we you know, we're we're out here in the desert by ourselves. There's no one running. Um, and that's why I'm I'm working with Blue Missouri. It's we're gonna fund candidates down ballot because even the state, you know, party can't give to every single person. If they don't have the funds to do that. I found out I, I could raise money whenever I was running and so I was like, Why raise money just for me when I can raise this and give it to other people? And you know what? Just like you said, we may not win, but we're gonna get a couple people here and there. We we might flip a couple seats I flipped 500 people in my district. If nobody ran yep. in this district, where did those 500 people go, right? Yeah. No, exactly. That's exactly right. And, you know, it's it's also about building a bench, right? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you have to have a pipeline of people to continue to step up. If you don't have the people there, you can't build the infrastructure, you know? And it's great to have folks like, um, you know, Lucas Kuntz um, uh, and Jason Kander uh, and, and folks running statewide. But, you know, you can run out of those people, if if you don't have a bench that's being built, if you don't have a healthy democratic system there, democratic party that's recruiting people, and I think it is it's a question of attention, right? Just you know you know better uh, the the particular case in Missouri, but it's about attention and getting the national party and others to recognize that there's value in making the investment here. 
there is value in it. And when I say uh, Democrats walked away from rural America, I want folks to know that Republicans did, too. There were no Republicans knocking doors or making phone calls or doing any of that out here. They win because they have the R behind their name. But there is opportunity for people to swoop in and to collect, you know, people and say, hey, these are our values. This is what we stand for. And to point people in the direction of the Missouri GOP. Because when I was knocking doors, people would talk about Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi. And I would have to tell them, this has nothing to do with D.C. politics, folks. This has everything to do with what's going on at the State House. These people are defunding your roads, defunding your schools, banning books, banning abortion. All of that is a state issue. So, like, I'm just trying to get people, don't. Don't look at D.C. Look at Jeff City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's also news deserts, local news deserts, right? We we see corruption skyrocket when newspapers, radio stations, other media, local media go bankrupt. You also see people revert to exactly what you're saying, which is just polarized camps of D versus R. They're not paying attention to what's happening in their state capital. They just see what's on Fox News. They see Tucker Carlson doing some demonizing of trans people, and then they retreat to their corners. Exactly. And that that is what's happened here. And you guys just uh, mentioned the Tennessee Holler. I would say in Missouri, there's um, an independent newspaper called the Missouri Independent, actually. Hmm. Um, and it's fantastic. And I give them a follow because they are always on top of, you know, corrupt and wild stories out of Missouri. Yeah, absolutely. Are there other people in Missouri that you think of, uh, of you know, like who's part of this group uh, fighting the good fight there right now? Well, I, I'm working with a group called Heartland Pod, um, and I produce a podcast on there, but they are always on top of Missouri politics, of course, like the Missouri Independent, and, you know, you've got Jason Kander, um, but then following Missouri legislators, like our minority leader, Crystal Quaid, like uh, Representative Peter Meredith, who you heard in that video, who was grilling Mike Moon. These people are doing the hard work. We're a super minority. Um, our, the Democrats don't even have to show up for a vote to pass, right? <sighs> That's how few of us there are. Um, and so these people are just doing God's work every single day. That's the other thing, too, is is you th- you think about individual seats and, like, do we have a majority? Oh, we're so far in the minority, we can't pass legislation, so who cares? Well, there's also a threshold that really matters, and we see it playing out in Tennessee right now, and I'm sure the situation is similar. I don't know off the top of my head in Missouri. And once you get to a supermajority, things can get way worse. And so being able to run Democrats and target areas that prevent that from happening is critical to just protecting, you know, small-D democracy. Right. And there's another thing, too, that's very important about running in every single race, and that is that when you run in a race, like in mine, we haven't elected a Democrat in 30 years. We Mm. have never elected a woman. Um, But I made that Republican candidate stay home. He couldn't go and travel the state and collect money. He had to stay home and fight. What if we did that in all of those seats that are, you know, unopposed? They would they would have to spend money. They would be yep. forced to stay and talk to their constituents. So there's it's it's a long term goal. I know it's not a quick fix, but I mean we're we can't do knee jerk reactions anymore because Missouri is in our lowest spot. We do not have a Democrat elected statewide. Uh, we had Nicole Galloway who was our auditor and she didn't run, and now it's all Republicans. So mm. we've hit rock bottom. I saw that you've been doing some. Uh, personal appearances how do you promote and how do you reach people because i and i because i gotta guess that some folks in in communities throughout missouri are almost afraid to say that they're dems or that they're even interested in hearing what you have to say 
Girl, you don't even know. You led this perfectly. Last night, I was in a small town that I'm not going to tell you the name of, and um, this group is having, uh, they're trying to, to go against another group who wants to ban books in their high school. And she said, we're underground. And I was like, ha ha. <sighs> I literally showed up and we went into the basement. And there were 30 people in the basement li- waiting for me to talk. Um, and they're scared. Um, and they told me the story of someone uh, walking through the First Baptist Church with a gun on his hip. And he got to the front and he turned around and he wanted to talk to them about book bannings on a Sunday mm. with children in the church. And so, yes, there are people that are scared. But there are a lot of us, too, that are like, what more can you do? Right? What more can you do to us? And so we're ready to stand up. And I also would say that these people feel alone, but when I was knocking doors, I would knock doors and somebody would say, they would whisper to me, you know, I'm the only Democrat on the block. And I would say, actually, I just talked to two others, right? So they don't know. They don't know because there's there's no way for us to know. We're scared to put signs out, that sort of thing. Um, But there are more of us than they know. Wow, that's that was my impression when I when I saw you speaking. I was like, "What's that got to be like to try to encourage people to you know stand up and to?" I mean, like, I really, it's incomprehensible that someone would show up in church with a gun, and and that, but that's the kind of thing that keeps people away and scared right. and and complacent right. sometimes too. Right. And and that's what, it, it just has to be that we all have to come together and say, you know, we're not putting up with that. And that's what happened with that church. Men surrounded him and said, you're, you know, you're not going to do this here and walked him out. Though in Missouri, oh, it, you know, it's legal to open carry without a permit or without any training. Like, that's what we're up against here. So it's, uh, it's minority rule. It's absolute, like, um, Christian nationalism. It's, you can look at the laws that they're pushing through. They are blatant about saying we're going to ban abortion because it's against our religion their religion as a lawmaker. So we're in a state, but I will say this, if I didn't have hope, I'd be moving to Chicago with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you bring up one last thing I want to say before I let you go, which is uh, I I feel like we have to find a way for Jess to be a part of the DNC next summer. We need to stop forgetting about the states that are too red to bother with. And I don't know how we make that a part of our program or part of the convention, but it's going to be in Chicago. It's a reason for you to come here, if not before then. I'm actually going to be there. I'm going to be there this July, there is a huge conference for progressives, and why can't I remember the name of it? But I, you know, I was a teacher in my former life, and so I said, hey, I'd like to come and teach people how to organize in rural areas, and they that's so what I'm speaking in Chicago in the middle of July. Okay. And if I could remember, <laughs> invite me back and I'll remember the name of the conference. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're on every month. It's, I don't know if you noticed, but I pretty much every few weeks, I'm like, just come hang out with us. Uh, oh, you're thinking, I think you're thinking of Netroots, right? Yes, not yeah. that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's be a part of that. Well, how do we get it? How do we this in July? We'll be there. Okay, we're gonna be there, Jess. Yeah. We're gonna be there if okay. uh, we'll I'll come to there. you. That's exciting. Come see me. At, well, <laughs> at, come we'll come see you and everyone needs to be following Jess Piper on Twitter, Dirt Road Democrat. She's out there doing the, the hard lift of reaching out to people who are afraid to stand. I mean, it's not that they, they don't want to stand up for themselves, but we there is strength in numbers and Jess is, is really empowering people uh, in every way possible. So thank you so much for the work that you do and we want to continue to support you. Uh, and let us know what we can what can we do to help you besides following you on Twitter? 
and listening to your pod. I appreciate you so much, and thank you for getting the message out there. Um, I'm Executive Director of Blue Missouri, and if people are passionate about giving a couple dollars a month, they can go there and join. Um, We meet once a month online and visit with people. It's a community. We don't use you like an ATM, but we're trying to fund down-ballot candidates, and uh, your money isn't going to me. It goes 100% to the candidates, so don't worry about that. Um, I'm just a broke woman, and I don't need much money to run on. So, <laughs> and then the other thing, Tim, that I want to plan is like finding a theater that would be like a you know smaller theater in Missouri somewhere to do a, a comedy show, like a smaller like a sexy liberal tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the kind of cute liberal tour. Will yeah, be, yeah. <laughs> and uh, hopefully and, not in a basement. No, no. We'll find. I, we yeah. might have to. Well, do. Maybe. I, I don't know. Let me know. How, we'll what, see. Let me know what the rates are for renting yeah. out that basement. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's always a pleasure to talk to you again, Jess Piper uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's at at Piper, right? At Piper from Missouri. Yep. Thank you. Of course. No. 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 Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank. <laughs> and anytime, if there's something that comes up, you don't have to wait for me to reach out to you. If you want to get on it and uh, tell people something that's happening, you're like, oh my god, you have to know about this, Chicago. Uh, please jump on with us. Okay. I appreciate you guys so much. Have a great night. You too. Thank you so much. Thanks.